Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. I used to define success by numbers and goals and things like that. But I'm at a point right now, I've got two young kids. I've got a husband. We've got a house. Like at this point, as long as we're happy and enjoying what we do, then we're good. My name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. So today's guest, first off, is a complete badass. Here's why. Because she's in the UK. She's in the UK recording a podcast with me. What time is it there, Jillian? It's just after 5 p.m. So it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. And still, like, you're like on the other side. I feel like you're on the other side of the world. I didn't do too well in like history or not history, geography, but like I'm in California. So how long is that flight between, between the two? Oh, I'm in Scotland. So my airport has like two gates at it. So I always have to fly either to London or Amsterdam. So that's like two hours. And then normally about another 10 to 12 hour flight on top of that to actually get to where I'm going. So yeah, it's a bit of a distance. (laughs) (laughs) So Jillian Sarah, she is the owner and founder of the blog and website design company, Jillian Sarah. She makes it her mission to provide all our clients with handcrafted website and branding that truly show their personality and ethos. To date, she and her team have helped over 5,000 small businesses build their own online present in unique and meaningful ways. And by meaningful, we mean profitable. Jillian, thank you so much for jumping on. No, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So tell me your story. How did you become an entrepreneur? So I feel like I've kind of always been an entrepreneur, which I know is kind of one of those weird things that most people will say, Yeah, but I just, I don't sit still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those people that can watch Netflix and not do something at the same time. Right. So it's like, even if I am watching Netflix and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do any work tonight, then I'll be like, like sewing something or playing some kind of game or doing like a jigsaw puzzle. Like I just don't, I don't sit still and I don't turn off. And I think my husband gets really annoyed about it, but (laughs) 
it's you know it's one of those things I'm like I'm productive but in a very unproductive way most most of the time but <laughs> yeah and it kind of just spiraled from there it's always been a case of like oh what can I do I've been on Facebook for too long now what else is on the internet oh there's this that looks like fun how can I do that too and then just you know you kind of it rolls and rolls and then you own a business and have like 10 team members and you're like how did this happen I was just trying to watch Netflix but you know <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I was like on the second episode and now I have like a whole company. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, you know, it's, I love talking to entrepreneurs and the reason why I love talking to high achieving women is because you guys totally get me like, like totally get me. I can tell, I can like, as you're, you know, sharing that, you know, you're watching Netflix and sewing and solving a puzzle and like ending world hunger, like all of those things, right? Like. <laughs> I feel like it's just the way our brains work. It's like that creativity. I don't want to say it never shuts off, but it's just like, for me, I don't know what it's like for you, but it's just like this, like somebody recharged my batteries and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, it's exciting. It's fun. It's um, obviously stressful, right? I mean, like there's so many things, there's so many decisions to make as an entrepreneur. And at the same time, still looking in the face of fear and doing it anyway. How did you do that? How did you manage to go from Netflix to 10 employees? How did, how did you do that? Oh, I think um, luckily I have a creative business, which is good because um, I really need some form of outlet for pretty much everything I do. But I think it was just kind of pivoting really. Because if you look at where I started, I started doing like, I don't know, something ridiculous, like $10 brand design on Etsy one day. It was, in fact, I actually remember the day that I started doing that because it was Valentine's Day in 2017. And my husband said that he got tickets to the movies. So him and his friend were going and he'll see me later. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) fair enough. Not me, but okay. Valentine's by myself. So I was like, well, (laughs) I'll just, I'll just, um, you know, I've got this new computer. I'm I'm gonna go make millions. I'm gonna go make millions of pounds while you're at the cinema. And he's just like, okay, you're stupid, whatever. Because I <laughs> I like to over exaggerate and set yeah, stupid hell goals. Yeah. But it makes it fun. Yep. And um I remember he was away for about two and a half hours and he came back and I am sitting in the bedroom with my laptop, like crying. And he's like, Oh, what what's wrong? What's wrong? Did 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 you sell a logo? I'm like, Yeah, I sold a logo. <laughs> I've sold like I sold like 80 logos and I don't have time to do them and I don't know what I'm doing and oh ah! my god and he's like you how how did you do that I'm like I don't know I just I found some Facebook groups did some things and now I have 80 logos to do and I don't actually know how to do them but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so but, they, was, but they need to be shipped by tomorrow <laughs> pretty much yeah so I'm like okay let's figure this out so it was very much like, let's just learn as we go. Yeah. And from there, it kind of just, it honestly just spiraled. It was, it went from me doing those like logos and I had to turn them off after the second day because they didn't, it didn't stop at 80. Like it kept coming through. Yeah. And in my yeah. head, I'm like, I don't want to turn this off because I'm getting money. But then money. I'm like, this, Hello. Is, this is so unrealistic for anything I'm doing right now. Yeah. But once I did them, I had a pretty good idea of like how to work Photoshop and Illustrator after that. and. <laughs> It was just people kept, I'd give someone their logo and they'd come back and they'd be like, oh, that's great. Can you do like a business card for me? 
can you do a website for me? Can you do this? Can you do that? And me being me, I was like, yeah, I can do that. Duh. I have no idea how to do it, but like, <laughs> I can do it. Totally. Like, and I, I saw that as like a really fun way of them paying me to learn a skill. Yes. It's like, I've never designed a website before. But that right there is an entrepreneur. It, yep. That right there is yeah. an entrepreneur mindset. Yep. Exactly. So I'm like, if you're going to pay me, like, honestly, I think my first website, I charged like $200 or something for. I was like, if you're going to pay me $200, which is so much money to learn how to design a website, then I'm of all course I will. And now it's like, if someone said $200, like change this thing on my website, I'd be like, no. no. <laughs> but you know, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's fun. It was just such a great opportunity to get such a wide field of knowledge from nothing and kind of get paid to learn it as I go. So that's, that's how I started. And from there, it just kind of grew. And then, you know, I stopped with the $10 logos, start adding like a good few extra zeros on the end of those numbers. And then just, <laughs> yeah, just kind of grew from there and niche down really. So with that, you were obviously married when you first started your business. Um, you just took us through the transition from you going, you know, to a $10 logo to now, you know, obviously charging more because you're worth more. Right. And there's a process that goes along with it. I feel like, um, there's, there's so much excitement in like it being our, our skill, our craft, our creative brain being validated by somebody wanting to purchase regardless of the amount. I remember, you know, when I, I remember when I first started, um, in my private practice, I, one of my sessions I charged, I think I charged her either $10 or $50 for a session, newly licensed, (laughs) newly licensed. Um, and it was a returning client from when I was in another practice as an intern. And I remember it was like, you know what, whatever you want to pay me. What, whatever you want to pay me. I was just so excited to do the work. You know, obviously now it's not that way. Um, but take me through that transition. So how, like, in what way, what am I trying to ask? In what ways did that not only build up confidence, but also change you as a person? Like, obviously in the beginning, $10. And then now we have to start making you know, business leadership. I mean, we have to make all of these decisions, you know, and there's a lot of education. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of, um, facilitation. Take me through that process of you going from like watching Netflix and I'm going to send a 10, you know, sell a $10 logo to, okay, hold on. I now start, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to make it profitable. And I'm going to start hiring people. Like, what was that transition? What maybe, um, what did you have to leave behind and what did you have to embrace? Yeah. So I feel like it was a very tough transition, especially just cause yeah. I kind of grew up in a household where we did, it's not that we didn't have money, but we just didn't spend our money yeah. on like, like anything. Like it's my, my husband thinks it's really hilarious because he'll, say all these things like he'd be like oh did you not have these when you were a kid I'm like no I had like store brand version of that like <laughs> what even is that like I've never even seen that before <laughs> yeah. but I mean I was one of four and like my parents are very frugal which is fine that's rubbed yeah. off on me an awful lot um, <laughs> so I'm like I'm a big fan of store brand it's it's like my favorite yeah. thing <laughs> but, um, totally my jam <laughs> I think the Main thing for me. So when I, when I started, I was working like corporate job in the oil industry 
Um, that's actually how I met my husband was we worked together. And so my entire business was ran like 5 p.m. till like midnight, like yeah. most nights. And I still needed a life. So it wasn't ran like all weekends and things like that. But it was a lot. And then when I finally actually um, took the plunge to go self-employed, it was one of those big things where I was charging more, but I was making about my annual salary from where where I worked when I first went self-employed. And I was like, this is great. Like I can do what I love. I can do it at home. I can choose when I work and do all these things. And I think I made that for maybe about a year, but then I was kind of like, I'm not, I'm, there's so much more I can do here. Yeah. And I just need to get up the courage to do it because growing up being extremely frugal with things, I was under the impression that I'm like, if I wouldn't pay that much money for that, like who else is going to pay that much money for that? that. Mm -hmm. No. So it's, I mean, it's been a process. But I've I've grown quite a bit and I have also learned the very big lesson of you do genuinely need to spend money to make money. Like you need yeah. to outsource a few things so that you mm-hmm. have the time to do the big money makers within your business. Yep. I agree. I agree. So through that process of you growing as an entrepreneur, um, you know, I love how you gave us that example of you know, although you grew up in this frugal environment and obviously, you know, it was helpful and, you know, with your family and with your husband and so, in so many ways, minus the jokes, right. From your husband, (laughs) but now adopting this new, this new, um, I don't want to say a new lifestyle, but this new idea, this new mindset that, wait a minute, I probably have to pay, you know, top dollar for certain training. I probably have to pay top dollar for, you know, certain, you know, um, certain help. Right. And then realizing that, and there, you know, there being, you know, some fear, there being some even feelings of uncertainty and doing it anyway, and then recognizing the profit and building up more and more because you're seeing, you're seeing that change being validated by, you know, success. So with that, you know, you're working with your husband, you, or you got, you guys met working together. It sounds like, or in the same. Okay. How did it go from you guys working together to now you're like this badass entrepreneur? What did, how did, how did that play out in your marriage? Like what impacts did it have in your marriage? So that's a really interesting question. So when I first started doing this, he was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're making like a few extra hundred a month. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's cute. So cute. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he was like, I was a designer for this company, not like the kind of designer I am now, like designing subsea test trees, like boring engineering stuff. And he is an engineer. So he when we worked together, like he was always like my superior in a way where I'd have work to do he's like I'd present it to him he'd sign it off he'd give me revisions like that kind of stuff and he did say like the more I worked on my business the more just of a nightmare I became at work because he'd be like can you do this and I'd be like no like I'm busy I've I've got other things to do like no and he's like but running a business like you're like you need to do it you need to do the work I give you and I'm like oh yeah but I'm just prioritizing these things he's like like you're not the boss you do what I say and I'm like no so <laughs> that's how it first started and I think when I was um so when I went part-time there and started like 
part-time there, part-time my business. He was, he was supportive, but I think he was also kind of like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, Like, so you draw, you draw pictures on the internet. I'm like, no, no, but you know, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, kind of, but no. And then he's very, he was always very much like he didn't understand how Mm -hmm. I would get work. Like there'd be an email that would come in and I'd be like, oh, they want me to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm going to say no to them. And he'd be like, oh, but they're, you can't say no. Like they're, they're willing to pay, pay you money. Like, mm-hmm. like what? So it's very much like that for what year am I in? In 2017. It was like that until the end of 2017. So I was, sell- I was part-time for six months and then I went like full-time in my business. Yeah. So, like December, 2017, handed in my notice at work and just dove into my business. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was I was making, I was making enough to cover the bills. I was making the same as I was at the corporate job, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest change kind of happened when we got. So he was he was my boyfriend back then. Mm-hmm. Um, in twenty nineteen, no, in twenty eighteen, we got engaged. So I'd been self-employed for just over a year at this point we got engaged and my mom was so happy because she's like oh you finally have someone to support you with all of your You're internet like... stuff <laughs> and I'm like okay like she saw it as like a big safety net she's like mm-hmm. you finally have that safety net like yeah I'm I'm happy you're full-time in your own business now and I'm like okay mm-hmm. cool whatever awesome. <laughs> and that was again fine and I think the next big thing that happened was in 2019, I surpassed him in income by quite a bit. And we kind of had like a weird dynamic that year. I yeah. just think because, but it also didn't help that at that point, like we didn't have any kids mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I was like, it's Tuesday. I'm going out for wine. I'm going to go meet my friend. I'm going to go do this. And I make more than you. No, I wasn't saying that, but you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it felt like that way though. He just, yeah. yeah, he'd see me just like making all this money, but sitting drinking wine all afternoon with yeah. my friends. And I'm like, and I think he was a bit like, what, what what, are you, what's yeah. happening? Mm-hmm. And it did for, I think a few years, it did kind of affect us a bit of a yeah. strange bit. Like it's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what was going on, but I think he just, and to this day, I know he doesn't understand what I do. Like yeah. he tries, but he doesn't understand it. And he doesn't understand the money side of it. And mm-hmm. it's not the best, but he's getting there. And his mindset has changed a lot the past few years because my income has very drastically skyrocketed. And his has not he's got the promotion that he was searching for for years the promotion that you know he'll be happy once he gets this promotion and he got it about a year and a half ago and since then it's kind of just been like oh nothing has changed yeah so it's now it's now gone from him joking to absolutely everyone that I don't work I just watch Netflix all day because that was that was his big joke for years it was oh Jillian doesn't have a job. She just watches Netflix all day. Like she just goes out for lunch. Like it's not a real job. But now he's just like, oh, my job's stupid. Like I can just, I can just retire, go work for her, all this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I've actually been trying to convince him to do that for years because mm-hmm. while he likes this, the respect he gets at his job, 
I think, but he doesn't like the job itself. He's a bit miserable there, and all I hear from him is how much he hates it. But he still yeah. won't. He won't leave and come work for me. And I no. know it. No, <laughs> but uh-huh. I mean, that's just something I need to let him do. Hey there, high achieving moms and wives. Are you tired of feeling like something's missing in your marriage? Well, buckle up because I'm about to reveal the missing puzzle piece that will bring back the romance, intimacy, and equality you've been craving. I understand what you're going through. It's not just about the occasional date night or a box of chocolates. It's about creating a deep emotional connection, feeling truly understood, and being on the same page when it comes to parenting. You want more than just a teammate. You want a partner who supports you, lifts you up, and shares the responsibilities of life. But let's be real, finding that balance isn't easy. That's why my seven principles for making marriage work program is here to guide you every step of the way. In just 12 weeks, I will help you build the foundation of a rock solid relationship, one that's built on romance, intimacy, and equality. Imagine rekindling that spark, reigniting the passion, and discovering a whole new level of emotional security and communication with your partner. It's time to break free from the mundane and reignite the fire. But wait, you might be thinking, what have I tried already? Trust me, we've seen it all. Couples who've tried everything from fancy date nights to self-help books. And while those things have their place, they often miss the mark when it comes to true transformation. That's where my expertise comes in. As a licensed marriage and family therapist with a decade of experience, I've honed my skills in helping couples like you create lasting change. Together, we'll tackle the root issues and provide you with practical tools that actually work. So don't settle for an average marriage when extraordinary is within reach. Head over to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching right now to learn more about this program and apply. Remember, spots are limited, so don't wait. This is your chance to finally have the romance, intimacy, and equality you've been yearning for. It's time to reclaim your emotional connection, support each other, and become the unstoppable team you were meant to be. Let's rewrite the story of your marriage together. Visit veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and take the first step towards a love that exceeds your wildest dreams. The journey to a fulfilling marriage starts now. Don't miss out. So what are you waiting for? Go to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and let's transform your relationship. Yeah, I think it, that's yeah. I think that's one of the challenges um, when I know with my business, with my practice, once it started kicking off um, <clears throat> for the longest time, my husband's like, well, you just sit down and give advice to people all day. And it was like, um, well, first off, I don't even give people advice at all. Like, that's not even part of what I do. Um, And the, you know, the business started growing, started growing. And I noticed a shift in our relationship. You know, I felt more and more empowered. I felt more and more confident. And it wasn't in any way, shape or form, you know, where I wanted to position myself higher than him. I never wanted that, but it felt as if that was happening, almost as if it was like slipping through my fingers. Like, no, 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 I, I don't. Um, that's not what I'm trying to do. Come back, come back. But it, it, it did. It did feel like it was slipping through my fingers. Like I'm watching us transition 
And these are all positive things. These are all great things. So why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling uncertain? Because I'm so for certain in my business. I'm so for certain, you know, the minute I am meeting with a client or, you know, doing marital coaching, whatever it is, or creating a course, there's like a high level of confidence. I know what I'm doing. But why is there this feeling of like sort of uncertainty with how my partner feels about it? How my, you know what I mean? Like, same thing. I, no matter how many times I try to explain what I do, doesn't understand. And is it that he doesn't want to understand? And I remember having conversations with myself. Is it that he doesn't want to understand? No, that's foolish. Of course he wants to understand. He supports me. He loves me. Okay. But why is he still making these jokes or why am I now, you know, we would, um, even now, not so much now, but like when we go to dinners, I would, you know, I would start talking about the business. And then I remember he'd look at me and he's like, well, I, I guess it's all, it's going to be all about you now. And it's like, Whoa, where, where did this come from? And so, and, and also kind of like what you were saying, him not being so happy in his career and what he was doing, but it was interesting to see that shift happen in our marriage, you know? Um, and I, I'm glad we're talking about it because not, I, I, I think with high achieving women, we're so driven. We're so creative. We will literally look at fear in the face and say, okay, game on, let's go ahead and <laughs> next, like, awesome. That didn't work. I'm still going to keep going. Right. But when it comes to something so emotional and so vulnerable, like our marriage, and we don't have the skills or we don't necessarily have a blueprint of what's going on and how to manage it, 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 there is, there is that little bit of, you know, that, that fear and uncertainty that kind of creeps in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, in what ways, you know, I was, I was talking to you earlier about, I want, you know, right now I'm on a mission to create a secret society for women. Like, I mean, obviously it's not so secret because I'm recording it on a podcast, (laughs) but the women that I will be inviting will be secret. You know, I'm not going to be advertising it on a podcast or anywhere. Um, but like with that, just kind of you and I have commonalities. We don't even know each other. Like we mentioned earlier, you're in the UK, I'm in California, right? Um, we're several, several, several hours away from each other, but yet there's that, that still Netflix and creating a business, you know, there's that uncertainty there's, you know, watching our husbands kind of, you know, have this, the shift in, you know, their demeanor and their behavior. When I mentioned secret society, when I mentioned having, you know, when, when I, you know, spoke to you earlier about having this conversation, what do you think it is that us women need um, with regard, whether it be support, whether it be skills, what do you think we need so that we can not only thrive in our, in our businesses, but we can also thrive in our marriages and with, with our families. Cause I think there's a lot of avoidance that happens and I don't think it's intentional, but I do feel like, you know, I, I know I've been guilty of it. I do feel like, you know, once I start seeing some things happen, you know, in the past, it's been like, okay, well, it's not a big deal that I wasn't there for the girls, you know, bedtime. I already missed it. So 
I can stay here at the office and do more work. You know, like, oh, what aren't happened? It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And we start to believe these lies that we tell ourselves, right? Or my husband doesn't really get bothered by me owning a conversation at a dinner and asking questions with other entrepreneurs. You know, I mean, it's not really a big deal, even though deep down inside, we know it is. What would you say is something that our community needs more of? I would say respect. I mean, even if I am just, you know, drawing things on the internet or whatever I'm doing, like, I don't want him openly going around and saying to like all his colleagues, all my ex colleagues, all of our friends and stuff. Oh, Jillian doesn't do any work. She just watches Netflix all day. Like, no, like, even if I am just, even if I'm trying and trying and trying and I'm getting nowhere and I'm not making any money, like, I still don't feel that's an appropriate comment to make because it just, it instantly makes it seem like I'm not trying to do anything, which is minimizes everything. Yeah. It's the exact opposite of what I'm doing. Like I would rather, I would rather like work my ass off and then achieve nothing than people think I don't try for what I earn. Yeah. It's yeah. I just, it hurts. I, just, I feel like we need a bit more respect in terms of like, yeah, we're doing things that are a bit uncontroversial and they've not, they're not the most, you know, classic jobs that people have ever had, but they, they're working. So just celebrate with respect me. and patience. I'd say that's kind of what we need. Respect and patience. I, th- I think the other thing too, is hearing it from our husbands. Yeah. Right. Like I I was talking to another woman, um, on, on the podcast and, you know, she was mentioning, she was sharing how there are times where she struggles to celebrate some of her wins, you know, um, because she doesn't want to in any way, you know, once again, like, you know, she felt as if she was rubbing it in her, in his, like he, she felt as if he felt it was rubbing it in his face. And she's like, it's crazy because I'm more aware about how he's feeling than about what I'm accomplishing. I'm more concerned with how is he going to take this? You know, is he going to be okay with this? And it was interesting when she said that, because it reminded me, um, I had been on a couple of magazines. They had, um, featured me in their magazines. And I remember the second magazine, it wasn't too far apart from the first one. And I remember like, do I even say anything about this? Like, yeah. Do I mention this, you know, to him, to my family, you know, because like they're not, they're not going to understand. And I don't think it's because they don't want to truly understand, but realistically, I believe there's like some level of insecurity that does, that does come up, you know? Um, and with that insecurity that does come up, I think because we're so intuitive and we're nurturers by nature, Right how would you say that impacts? I mean, obviously we're still going to kick ass when it comes to our, you know, our position and what we do, but how would you say that impacts the marriage? Negatively. Um, Yeah, Yeah. obviously. I feel like I've had some situations like that as well. And you just, you almost fear your own success because you don't want to like belittle anyone. Yep. And I get that so much with my friends, not so much my husband anymore, but like my friends, I have a very close friend group and I struggle to speak to them about so many things now 
because I can't turn around to them and be like, oh, yeah, I had a I had a great Wednesday. I booked like 15,000 pounds worth of jobs today. Like I can't I can't say that to them because they they're lucky if they take that in like six months as a household. So it's like I just yeah. I I really struggle with things like that. And then I also feel like I can't complain about anything because I'll like I'll say something I'll be like oh I don't like these shoes like my shoe broke and you know it was terrible because these are my favorite shoes and they yeah. broke and I'll just be like oh well just go buy new shoes buy new like, ones that's not my point like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or I'm having a bad day at work I'm having a bad week at work and they're like oh but you make enough that it's worth it and it's like that's not what I'm trying to say like or you're, you're I'm trying to have a different conversation yeah I'm trying and I just I- feel like mm-hmm. yeah I feel like I'm losing my I don't want to say I'm losing my ability to complain, but I'm losing the ability to have an open conversation with my friends because they just, they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so it's crazy because as, and you always hear this, you know, more money, more problems, right? That's kind of like the phrase that's like goes around all over. Um, but I, you know, to hit on that point, I was not prepared to lose friends. Yeah. I was not prepared to lose friends or to go ahead. And I remember I went to lunch one time and really, really strong friend group. And I, I never, ever talk about money with my friends ever talk about money, how much the business makes, how much there's only a few friends that get it. And you're able to go ahead and say, Hey, you know what? The company made this much this week. And they're like cheering you on like, hell yeah. Can you imagine what we can do? So it makes this much the following week. And I remember I was with two of my girlfriends, one of them high achiever, the other one, um, you know, she, she's not an entrepreneur. And, um, I remember we were out for dinner and, you know, one of them had asked, you know, okay, so what's this week look like? Because we had so many conversations and she's like, were you able to reach those goals? And it was like, you know, yeah, actually we hit this number. And she was so excited. My other friend looked at me and she's like, well, then I guess you can cover us for this bill. And it's like, and there was a big part of me that wanted to say no, <laughs> like, no, but uh, there was like, I don't know why, but there was this feeling of shame for making this money. And now I'm indebted. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. That's I ended up covering that bill. About. I ended up covering that damn bill. <laughs> Which you shouldn't because at the no. end of the day, it wasn't you that made that money. It was no. the business that made that money. So that's, but it's just that's interesting. The thing as well. It's just interesting yeah. because I feel like, you know, I feel like in so many ways there's been this war there and I'm going to call it out, but there has been this war between housewives and working moms, right? There's a stigma yeah. between the two. Um, I, I personally think that there's hard work in both areas. I've been a stay at home mom and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, one of these kids is probably not going to survive. <laughs> and it's the little one right now. You know, but, um, (laughs) but there is this stigma, but, and I, I just feel like as high achieving women, there is less space for 
there is less space for what is the word that I want to say? If you can help me, there's less space for us to make errors. There's less space for us to have empathy and compassion. There's less space for people to understand us because we just have these crazy dreams and crazy goals. And it feels like in other people's minds, we're rubbing everybody's nose in it. And yeah, we're very private. Like we, yeah, you tend to be very, I mean, I, from what you're sharing, you know, and what, you know, how I've been, I, I don't share a lot with people, you know? So let's say if I was to go ahead and create this secret society of high achieving women, what would we do? Are we meeting? Are we going on a retreat? Are we, I mean, obviously we don't have time for courses, but like, what are we doing? Like, what, what do you think would benefit us women to go ahead and be in this community, you know, where we are able to go ahead and open up and talk about, you know, some of the impacts it has on our marriage, some of the impacts it has on our kids, some of the impacts it has on our friends. Like, where would you feel like it would, it would be safe and it would be productive and worth your time? I would say a retreat followed by a community would be a great option because it means that you will have the online support from everyone, but you've also met each other in person for a few days, a week or so, and you, you know, you can be vulnerable around them because I feel if you're just dropped into an online community, you're like, who are these people? Who else are they speaking to? Yeah. Like what's, what's staying here. Whereas if you meet them face to face and you do have a few days with just them, then you, you know them, you can trust them. You, you know what you can and can't say around them. What would you want me to teach during that retreat? Like, what would you want to do? If you can go ahead and design it, where are we going, Jillian? How long are we staying? (laughs) Um, Uh, And what are we doing? If I could design it, that I 100% would do it in Scotland, just because I've had to travel to every event I've ever (laughs) gone to. So I'm not traveling for this one. (laughs) You can come to me finally. Um, You hear that, ladies? We're going to visit Jillian in Scotland. <laughs> yes, it's about time. Um, yeah, I would say just somewhere, somewhere secluded. Like, I don't want to say let's go into the woods, but you know, like somewhere secluded where you're not like in an open, busy space surrounded by hundreds of people. Somewhere where you can just have like real, authentic conversations with people that does have someone like yourself at the front kind of steering the conversation in certain directions because I feel like if you get a group of women together it either ends up turning into like an absolute like powerhouse situation where everyone has is amazing has amazing ideas and it's like the greatest thing ever or it just turns into a group of women just bitching yeah. And you don't yeah. Love it. You no, wanna, no, no, no. It's want, not happening. We're not one. male bashing. <laughs> we're not bitching. We're not. No. Exactly. No, 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 no. This is structured. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I love then, this. Yeah. Just, oh, this is wonderful. I'm just like designing my own thing here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell, this is why I'm doing this. We, you know what? We need it. And I realized we needed it when I was on the phone. And I do this every so often with um, a couple of my girlfriends. Um, you know, it's like, okay, so I know you earned the mother of the year trophy last week, but my story is going to top yours. You know, not only did my kids maybe only eat yogurt on the road for breakfast, um, but also, 
I, you know, totally forgot that she has a presentation today and I'm going to go ahead and, you know, have my assistant make it. I mean, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly that's happened. <laughs> right. So give me back that mother of dear trophy because yeah. I've definitely earned it. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. And I think, you know, for us to be honest, it's like we do struggle with those battles of if I'm achieving in one area let's say in my business that I'm definitely missing out at home or I'm definitely missing out, you know, with my relationship with my husband. And, you know, it's so cliche when everybody says balance, balance, balance. But the reality is my goal is just to be intentional in every single moment, be intentional in every single moment and be able to embrace it. That right there is my true um, definition of success, which leads me to my next question. So we're going to Scotland we're going to go ahead and have a structured event where we're able to go ahead and be vulnerable. We're able to open up. We're able to be educated on how to reconnect with our partners, how to reconnect with ourselves and identify some of the lies we tell ourselves and the skills to go ahead and help us. Um, what is my, one of my last questions is how do I, how do you define success? I would say just overall happiness at this point. Like I used to define success by numbers and goals and things like that. But I'm at a point right now, I've got two young kids. I've got a husband. We've got a house. Like at this point, as long as we're happy and enjoying what we do, then we're good. I don't want to be book solid with clients coming out my ears all the time and not be able to actually sleep at night because I have to work all evening and things like that. Like that's not success anymore like okay it might take home a big paycheck but that's not what I need at this point in my Mm -hmm. life so just peace and happiness I'd say what is one tip you would or one tip or feedback that you would give to the high achieving women struggling right now um in terms of husbands and things like that or just in general Mm -hmm. I would say my one tip is do not (laughs) <laughs> this is I don't know if this is a tip or like a really bad piece of advice <laughs> <laughs> we'll let her decide we'll let her decide yeah I would say one of the best things I've done in my business is not involve my husband in the finances of it because the finances of it are scary the yeah. finances of it mm-hmm. end up in a conversation of well why did you make six figures this month but only five figures the next month or mm-hmm. why are you spending that much to do this thing that's like that's a scary amount of money spent on something and it's yeah they if they don't understand it do not involve them in the finances because then they're just seeing the scary part of something they don't understand and that's makes it 10 times more terrifying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and I think one of the primary reasons for that is because you already know the benefits of, of you already know the benefits you already know some of the consequences and if we allowed fear to make all of our decisions, then we wouldn't be where we're at today. So exactly. I I feel like if I ran all of those things past him, I'd have been talked out of 80% of them. And Mm -hmm. I would definitely not be what I am today. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Jillian, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for jumping on and just, I loved this conversation. It was so raw. It was so open. And it was just like, I mean, like I, I literally met, this is my second time meeting you. And it was just like, we've known each other for so long. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been good. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're going to Scotland. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are. It's where they retreat it. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's be honest. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage. Tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy-to-use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.veronicacisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today.
I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find free Freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls Podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.